Hello and welcome to Life in Small Businessville. I am your host, Stephen Q, mayor of Small Businessville, where our roads may have speed bumps, but they all lead to success. Now, today is election day in Small Businessville, so I expect that every citizen go out and vote. A lot of people have died so that we could have that right and the right to own our businesses, so I think it's something we should not take for granted. Now, hopefully yesterday you got a chance to relax and figure out a tactic you wanted to use while going about increasing your sales. I'm going to assume that everyone chose to use the method of increasing sales from current clients as well as getting new clients along the way. So I'm going to be covering this method through the next few days. If you're a new business and don't have any clients yet, I will show you a way to execute the plan as if you had clients. My method may be more effective than targeting clients that already exist. Today's tip may be a little confusing at first because each step of this section depends on another step in order for it all to come together. So I encourage you to listen to the whole podcast one time through and then come back and complete each section one at a time. If you have ever taken a business class before, I'm going to be taking the strength and weaknesses part of the SWOT analysis and modifying it to help you create a price and expectation level for what you have to offer. You're going to determine the minimum income you can survive off of, make sure you know your product's advantages and disadvantages in relation to your competition, and then profile your clients so you can determine who you need to be talking to. If you're a service-based industry like my company is, then your service is your product. So just for the sake of not having to repeat myself, I will be referring to services and goods as product from here on out. The first step in this process is determining your profit margin. If you don't know how to determine a profit margin, just take the expenses and subtract that from your sales. If you can get a list of all your expenses and add those up, then this is your break-even point. Generally, as a small business, you want to have a high profit margin because it's unlikely you're going to be generating the amount of sales you would need to survive if you were barely scraping by. Now, let's think about what it would be like to make a million dollars in sales each year, but only keep 1%. It's possible you're making someone else rich, but you're only taking home $10,000 a year, and that's really not that impressive. Now that you have a break-even point and current profit margin, keep it safe, and we will be returning to these a few times over the next few days when we cover pricing. Now everyone thinks they have a good product and that's a good thing, or it would be tough to sell what you have to offer. But I want you to compare your product to your competition and be honest as you can with yourself. When evaluating yourself, it's easy to say that you're better than someone else, but ignore the people that are better than you. What you want to do is take note of both those that are better than you and those that are worse. I want you to create a scale and number it one through five. Now I want you to rank yourself at number three. Put two people that are better than you and two people that are worse. Keep the list handy and we're going to be coming to that as well. The next thing we want to do is profile your clients. You should have a list of clients that you can reference from your sales records. If you don't have any kind of customer management system in place, now is a good time to get one started. Take a look at your clients and note their gender, age, area of town or country. And if you can, take note of their income level or at least how much money they're spending with you. An important number to keep track of if you don't do so already is to note how long each one of your clients has been a customer of yours and how often they purchase from you. This will hint at the rate your company is gaining new customers as well as help you determine if it's possible to increase sales from the customers you have or if they're already capped out. Okay, to finish this section, do your best to determine if your clients are mostly male or female, if they spend a lot of money or just a little, and what part of town they come from. So you should have three important pieces of information now. You should have your break-even point and profit margin. You should have a list of companies that you can look to for ways to improve, and also a list of companies that have fallen into traps that you want to avoid. You should have notes of what type of customers you seem to attract. If you don't have any customers yet, then dream up a demographic based on the criteria I listed, and we will work from there.
the last thing I want you to do is figure out why you think people are buying from you and why you think they should buy from you. We're going to use all this information tomorrow when we will cover the image or brand identity you may be portraying to the public. As always, if you would like more information or help setting up this plan, or if you would like to leave feedback, you can visit lifeinsmallbusinessville.com and leave a comment, or you can contact me directly. I hope to talk to you tomorrow and may God bless your business.